Today is National Celiac Disease Awareness Day. This is an important day to help to raise awareness of this ailment because more and more people have actually become challenged with this condition. And not only do I want to talk about the awareness of this, but also today is a bit of a special twist to it where I want to talk a bit about the emotional psychosomatic connections behind this ailment as well. Stay tuned. Hi everyone, my name is Yvette Rose, founder of Metaphysical Anatomy Technique, which is a healing technique that's designed to help and support you to reclaim your quality of life, to release trauma, patterns and stress and anxiety, depression, wherever it is that you feel stuck, but in a very beautiful, gentle and graceful way. And you can find out so much more at YvetteRose.com. And guys, also remember to subscribe here to the channel, hit the notifications bar and stay up to date with all my latest and greatest research. Now, guys, welcome here because today is quite an awesome day because here on September the 13th, it's now been given this the, the day of honoring National Celiac Disease Day because this is also in terms of learning to know and understand more about this element as well and also the wonderful medical research that is behind this who identified a link between celiac disease and diet. And this day was actually created in order now to honor those affected by celiac disease and to raise awareness also about the disorder and to promote educational initiatives and also commemorate the birth of Dr. Samuel G, who was a pioneer in the celiac disease research. Now, let's just also quickly define what is celiac disease, because some of you might be new here and you might not even know what this element is. So this is all about bringing awareness, right? So celiac disease is a chronic immune disorder which is now triggered by gluten indigestion. And it actually results in damage of the intestinal lining. And this can cause now diarrhea, fatigue, weight loss, bloating, and also anemia. And the pediatrician Samuel G actually gave the first modern day description of the condition in the children that he found there in a lecture at the Hospital of Sick Children, Great Ormond Street. And that was in London. Now, Dr. G actually acknowledged earlier descriptions and all the terms for the disease and also adopted the same term as areatiis, which is celiac disease. Now, let's see who actually gets affected by this, because from research, it has now been established that more commonly this is found in Caucasian and also in women and people with Down syndrome and people also with type 1 diabetes. And also, of course, you know, gluten sensitivity and celiac disease are actually different. So people with gluten sensitivity might actually experience bloating and diarrhea, but only people with celiac disease actually have a compromised immune system. And this can result in this type of disease. Now, the numbers here for this condition is sadly rising. And the number also of American-specific disease is increasing. And this can be possibly due to also the increased awareness and better diagnostic techniques that we have for this condition. Because in the past, it has actually been quite hard for experts to really pinpoint which aspect is it that is being affected in the body and what could be the trigger points. Because sometimes there's so many symptoms that it's hard to isolate a certain set of symptoms that can be related to this specific ailment. And also what happens is when this ailment comes forward in children as well, when now when we have, you know, the symptoms coming up there, it can, it can show up such as digestive symptoms. And this is more common in infants and also in children. 
And this can maybe be abdominal pain, it can be diarrhea, it can be vomiting, and it can also be constipation. And also now for adults, what we have as symptoms here is that, which is actually quite long, <laughs> there's also an unexplained iron deficiency, such as now anemia, there's fatigue, there's bone or joint pain, there's arthritis, there's osteoporosis, or this could even be bone loss, like bones density loss. There can be liver disorders and eventually as well also depression. So as you can see, by just listening now to the symptoms that I listed here, how a misdiagnosis could potentially be possible. They can maybe say, well, iron deficiency, take more iron. Oh, you have depression. Okay, well, let's put you on antidepressant medication. So there can be many, many aspects. So it's so important that awareness of this condition is raised. Otherwise, misdiagnosis will continue. But the good news is because people have invested so much research and so much awareness of this have been created, that the way that it's now being tested and diagnosed is so much more accurate than what it actually has now been in the past as well. And there's also a very big link between celiac disease and also psychological functioning. When you look at the patterns of this, I mean, anxiety and depression and fatigue are very common issues that's reported in celiac disease. But now the other part is that these conditions is secondary, meaning a person would not have had that if they didn't have celiac disease. So it's not necessarily that anxiety and depression now cause this. This is much more so such like a ripple effect because of this condition. And side effects here also of celiac disease can, for example, now affect the brain. And it can affect you actually lowering quality of life for people that's actually struggling with this. And a lot of studies have also actually shown that there's a complete remission of depression and anxiety and irritability with a gluten-free diet, especially for people in the younger populations. Now, in the younger populations, that would also perfectly make sense because when we now look at how the predispositions have been building, 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 building to gluten intolerance, maybe to certain intolerance around our environment, and emotional stress that's now also been taking, playing a tremendously big role. So what happens is now the messages of that in the DNA lineage is building and building and building and building, which means that as we now you know, have future generations, the predisposition of stress associated with gluten and certain environmental factors becomes more sensitive, meaning the body's ability and threshold to maybe combat it or to feel resilient towards it is actually breaking down. Because we're doing something, we're eating something, we're, you know, we're digesting something that is not healthy for the body. And the body's just basically going, I'm hitting my threshold. I've had enough. I don't want this anymore. And that's the DNA lineage way of saying, get rid of this diet, get rid of this pattern. I don't want this. This is not for my highest and best. Now, when we also look at the emotional patterns and the psychosomatics of that, after working with thousands of people, I've noticed in between, of course, with different elements as well. I've noticed a very strong emotional pattern correlation with people who suffer from celiac disease have a very strong and intense relationship with a parent. Normally, this would relate to a mother figure where a mother figure is perhaps very verbally volatile, maybe physically very um, abusive or aggressive, or perhaps there's a huge emotional disconnect between mother and child. Or it could be between the person and a mentor, someone that they would spend a lot of time with, someone that could also be taking the position as a caregiver, maybe a nanny, maybe a babysitter, but someone that this person have had regular contact with as well. 
But then, of course, when you look at this pattern, is this pattern was also being repeated for the person who has celiac disease. But look at their parents. Look at that person's mother even. What was her dynamic like with her mother? What was her dynamic like with her father? Because at the end of the day, what you're looking at here is a lot of verbal abuse. This is maybe a lot of you know, verbal volatile meaning as in sound, yelling, screaming, shouting, maybe as a way of trying to punish. I wouldn't say necessarily physical, but there's a lot of verbal stress that has taken place. And celiac disease also is, you know, it involves the intestines. So we actually hold a lot of our family dynamic stress in our intestines. So if there is stress there, then it can actually alter certain aspects of the, of the intestines absorbing certain minerals or vitamins or certain types of food. Now, what we're looking at now is stress within the family dynamics. But in this case, it normally specifically correlates to either a mother or a father figure. But in most cases, it is a mother figure. So there's a lot of unresolved wounds or stress. And if this is something that you might not be able to relate to in your life, Look at mom's mom's dynamic with her mom, because there you might find the answer. Normally, if we find trauma that's not showing up in our life, we always look three generations back. So it could be any, it could even be your maternal grandmother that has these unresolved wounds and stress that has not been dealt with. Now it's coming through the dinner lineage to finally be resolved. So guys, remember to hit the notification bar and also subscribe. Stay up to date. Check out the description box as well. I always have something fun and cool happening. Join eventbros.com as well. See where I'm at and join me. Catch me there. We'd love to connect with you. And until next time, be the light that you are. Thank you for watching this video and I'm sure that you learned a lot. So guys, subscribe to my channel here and also hit the notifications bar and so that you can get notified every time when I upload a new video. So guys, also remember to share the video and also look out for courses that I have below in the description bar. And until next time, be the light that you are.